0: And love is not a feeling. I don't care if you like them. Are you willing to fight for their highest possible good and contend until it's a present day reality? This is the military Sherpa podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your military Sherpa, Mark Tilsher. Welcome back to the military Sherpa podcast. I am your host, Mark. And man, I can't be more excited to jump into the midweek mindset now. Yesterday was Valentine's Day, and today's episode is a strong quote that's Valentine's related Love is a Choice You Make from Moment to Moment by Barbara De Angelis. And this quote, Love is a Choice You Make, could not resonate more in my life. And today, I want to make a huge shout out of Valentine's post Valentine's gift, if you will, to the amazing Mrs. Military Sherpa uh, Angela Tilshire, my amazing wife, who has demonstrated this more than anyone else that I've ever seen. She's captured the heart of our children from the youngest age. And she realized very early that focusing on children's behavior and not their heart wasn't going to be the key to raising amazing children. And so from the youngest ages, my wife would always hammer into the kids when they were doing things maybe that we didn't want them to. She would always ask them, is this love? Are you showing love? Is this loving? And she instilled into them very early that we should be known by our love and that love is a choice. Love is an action. It's what you do, not how you feel. And as leaders, this is incredibly important in our leadership journey because as we look down at the people under us, do we love them? Are we loving on them or not? People are starving. They're hungry. I tell you all the time, we give out cast member gifts at Disney World and small little stickers evoke huge emotion. From people that we engage with that one sticker can make a cast member cry and out of nowhere and they take those stickers and they put them on the back of their phone and they keep it there and we see them weeks later or months later and the same sticker is still and they're like, look, your sticker still on my phone. Why? They're hungry to be loved. They're hungry to be seen. They're hungry to be valued and as my friend Carlos Castro would say, validated that they're alive, that they exist, that they're not invisible. The people that work for you, they want to be loved. But it's weird to say that. Because in English, we use one word for all love, and it's love, right? I love a hamburger. I love a dog. I love a baby seal. I love my baby. I love my wife. I I love this shirt. All same word for love. Biblical love, Greek love, if we look at the words in Greek, there's many different words for love. There's phileo, and there's uh, agape, and there's eros, and there's all these words for love, and some of them are romantic, and some of them are erotic, and some of them are unconditional. Some of them are the love that you show for your family. The word that we use in leadership is not erotic love. When I look down and say, I want to love on my people, I don't want you to get an MEO complaint and end up in jail. I certainly don't want it to to be romantic love. I want it to be unconditional agape love. I want you to fight for the highest possible good in the lives of those that you lead. Are you their champion? Do you love them? And love is not a feeling. I don't care if you like them. I don't care if you enjoy being around them. Are you willing to fight for their highest possible good and contend until it's a present day reality? A few weeks ago, I was in a class. There were these three ladies. They all had attitudes. I loved on them every step of the way. I didn't care that they were giving me an attitude. I wasn't angry because it wasn't my pride that was being assaulted. I was there to love. Love doesn't have pride. So when people disrespect me, I don't have pride. I'm there to change their attitude. I'm there to change their heart. I'm not there to be upset and hurt and offended. And the degree to which I do this, I will validate them. I will bring them along. I'll reach and touch their heart. And there's three different behaviors that go along with this idea of fighting for the highest possible good of the lives of those that we lead. It's support and challenge. Am I willing to support them and challenge them even when I don't like them? Am I willing to lift them up or to hold them accountable? Am I willing to identify the tendency that's undermining their influence? Can I look at them and go, why the attitude? Here's where you are and here's where you want to be. And you're not going to reach it because of X, Y, or Z. And then last, am I willing to help them get to the next level? This is love in action. Those three things. It's not a feeling. And when we do this, when we look down and we love on people, that's when we change their hearts. When we love on those that work for us in a practical, tangible way, by support, challenge, identifying their tendencies, helping them get to the next level, all of a sudden they feel valued. They feel heard. They feel appreciated. They become Engaged. And when we do this on our teams, we're targeting relationships, communication, relationships, alignment, execution capacity. We're targeting relationships. And what do strong relationships build? Rich alignment, efficient execution. We get better and better at our job because we're working together. And I'll never forget, I was an Airman Leadership School Commandant. And there was a Commandant who came down, a good friend of mine, and his command chief paid for him to spend a couple of days with us. And while we were talking and working together, we sat down for breakfast one day with my staff and he described a bunch of things that were happening in his schoolhouse. And my staff, very patient and kind and gracious, just listened and didn't interject their opinions, but they were like appalled inside. They were terrified because he was describing things that were happening in his schoolhouse that he didn't know were illegal. He was a brand new Commodore. things that were happening that shouldn't have been happening. And his staff actually had told him, hey, don't ask. You don't want to know the answer to that question. So he was like, oh, okay, because he's new. What is he going to say? And my staff and I were having a conversation after. And I'm like, what did you guys think? Like, what would you think about his schoolhouse? Like, what's on your mind after that conversation? Because I knew they heard things. I wanted to make sure they had a chance to talk about them. And they just looked at me and they go, you would be so disappointed in us if we did that. And I'm like, disappointed? Like, that's what you're going to go with? And, you know, that's one of those moments where tears get in your eyes and you get the goosebumps and you're like, Why is that your go-to? You'd be like, we would go to jail or we'd get in so much trouble or they'd shut our school down. Like those are natural responses, but but you'd be so disappointed in us. That's a response to love. I loved on them. I supported them. I challenged them. I was coaching them through hard stuff, every one of them, helping them all get to the next level and what that meant in their personal lives. And their first instinct when they saw some wrongdoing was to say, we would disappoint you. You're like our work dad. Take that for what it's worth. Not that they're children. When we love on people, we create an environment where we have a bond between each other. And when someone bonds to you, they learn from you. They mimic you. They mirror you. I got out of debt. Some of my staff members got out of debt. They started selling their BMWs and their, and their motorcycles and changing the relationships they had with their families because they want to follow after you. We learn from people we're bonded to. When we bond to somebody, we don't want to disappoint them. We want to impress them. We want their approval. We become engaged. When we love on people, they become bonded to us. They're hungry for that. Those three things, support, challenge, helping them get to the next level, helping them see their tendencies that are undermining their influence. You underestimate the power that those three things have in your house and in your team. I know that you do because I do. And you know that you undervalue them, that you underestimate them because we don't prioritize them enough. Because we're busy, because we have too much going on, because there's other things taking our attention. I'm challenging you to up your love game. That's what Valentine's represents to us. It's upping our love game. It's that one time a year where we show our spouse that, hey, I know that I don't always do a good job, but you're amazing. And Angela, you are. Let this be a reminder a catalyst for you to realize that loving on your team doesn't have to be Eros, it doesn't have to be Phileo, but agape love is a requirement if you want to lead at the absolute highest level. And if you want to dig into this, you want to be a military Sherpa certified coach, you go to militarySherpa.com. I'm here for you. I want to put you into my army. I lead an army of certified military coaches across the world, across the DOD, and we are going to win our war on culture. And so I want you to be on my army. I want you to be on my team. If you're a DOD spouse, you get to attend for free. And so I want you in my class, eliminate all the barriers to that. MilitarySherpa.com, jump in. I'll talk to you all soon. I can't wait. We do the podcast twice a week. Mondays, we hit hard. Wednesdays, we do a mindset. And I'll talk to you all soon. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilsher.